0: Jabu Today, we are really bringing it into the spotlight a very interesting sporting project that seeks to really grow sports in, great, in and within universities in Africa in order to contribute to the next phase of sporting excellence in the many years to come for Africa. Jabu, who do we have for our audience today? It's my pleasure to welcome one
1: of the leading sports and exercise medicine physicians in the world. We've got the director of Witt Sports and Health as well as a professor in sports and exercise medicine at vits University, Professor John Patricios. Prof, it's such an honor to have you on the podcast. Thank you for coming on and making the time. Such a pleasure to be here. Thank you for inviting me. So the new vits Brian and Dorothy Zalstra Sports Complex is something that we've been talking about for a while now. Just over a week ago, we had a ceremony at WITS to reveal these plans for an exciting, extravagant plan to propel sports right at the top. WITS University is known for its academic commitments in terms of bringing the best levels of academia to students and everyone. But to bring sports into the spotlight is something that we haven't seen, um, at least at this Dacha for a very long time. So many people have seen the word or the names Brian and Dorothy Zalstra, and I think it's a good place to start that. It's very important and I think appropriate to really get to understand who are the people behind this. So if you don't mind giving us a biography of the individuals essentially who have made this possible for WIT. Absolutely. I,
2: I think that's quite appropriate. Brian and Dorothy Zalstra were first-generation Wits University students. They came from a small South African town and studied at Wits uh, several decades ago and sent their children there, uh, who also received an education at Wits University. And between Brian and Dorothy and their uh, three boys, they acknowledged the role that Wits University played in their lives and in setting them up for successful professional careers. And uh, it's really due to, they feel, the university's grounding that they were able to become successful in life, uh, establish a foundation named the Sky Foundation, and actually through the Sky Foundation have been contributing to postgraduate education and, and undergraduate education for quite some time, including scholarships and bursaries at Wits University and at other universities around South Africa and the world. So this is a contribution which goes beyond this building and has extended over some time. The three sons of of Brian and and Dorothy, uh, Philip, John and David, um, who now manage the Sky Foundation as directors with the board, felt that they wanted to make a significant contribution to acknowledge the role that Wits University had played in their families' lives and have had some negotiations with the university for some time. And over a year ago, we pitched to them the concept of Wits Sport and Health, which we'll get to in a minute. And they felt that sport, having been involved with Wits Sport as boys while they were at the university, was this an important area that they felt they could contribute? And when the concept of a sports complex came up, that was an area that they felt was appropriate for the Zalstra for family to commit a very generous donation.
0: Well, let's dive straight into the very exciting features that the complex house because that is potentially what we will attract the students that are coming both from those there and those incoming. Take us through the top specs of the context. What is what makes it stand out as compared to other complexes, potentially in the country and what certain sports can benefit from it moving forward.
2: But just to perhaps take a step back and mention something that you discussed in your introductory remarks, and that is that this is not just A sports venture. This is a venture and a building that is there to enhance academia and research as well as sports performance. And very, very importantly, with it being situated in the university, those are founding pillars of what Wits University stands for. So we really have three strategies when it comes to Wits Sport and Health and Sport and Exercise Medicine at Wits University. The first is academic training, which is really the focus of any university. And that means that we want to train undergraduates and postgraduates in sport and exercise medicine. Now, that doesn't mean necessarily just sports science and performance, it means in, in educating people about the role of physical activity in medicine. And physical activity is a very powerful tool. In terms of preventing disease and managing disease as well. So the academic process will be central to what this building allows us to offer. The second is service delivery, so clinical services, in other words, treating people for sport and exercise related conditions. That like may be injuries, either acute injuries or overuse injuries, and it may be medical conditions related to exercise. So to be able to have a facility where people can come and get the best treatment for that. And then the third aspect is research. As a university, that's obviously a key tenet in terms of what the university delivers and offers. So we'll be able to offer better research in sport and exercise medicine. So it is overwhelmingly an academic complex that offers sport and exercise medicine services. But will as part of that support the student athlete at the university as well as the broader greater Johannesburg uh, community and hopefully broader Africa as well so in terms of the actual structure it has three phases the first phase is a sport and exercise medicine and training facility that will include a sports medicine clinic where sports medicine doctors will be able to assess athletes and individuals who are or want to engage in exercise and offer uh, the the right to treatment and management guidelines and as part of that, there will be a multidisciplinary component. In other words, there will be professionals from different backgrounds. Sports physicians, physiotherapists, biokineticists, exercise therapists, physiologists, uh, psychologists, dietitians, podiatrists, etc. And each will have their space within this uh, big complex. And associated with that will be two large training gyms, one for high performance, another for rehabilitation. And there will be administrative spaces to support these services and also to house sport and Help, and sport itself, actually. So that will be phase one, which is the main phase, will be the first built phase. The second phase is a sports residence, where there will be 44 uh, individual uh, areas of accommodation, units, uh, which will house sports athletes or the athlete students or sports teams when they visit the complex, and those will be situated uh, above the uh, actual sports complex. So phase two is the sports residence. And then phase two is an indoor aquatic sector. So on the education campus where this will be situated, it's there is already an existing 50 meter Olympic sized swimming pool, and that will be complemented by hydrotherapy pools where rehabilitation using water will be facilitated, and also rehabilitation rooms associated with that aquatic complex. So the three phases make up the Bride and Dorothy Zalstra Sports Complex, and together working you know, in unison will powers what we hope will be a really world-class center delivering those services to not just with student athletes with sports teams but the greater johannesburg community and hopefully as we develop those expertise we will be able to become a referral center for the country subcontinent and even the continent
1: prof edem and i are so fascinated and can see this from our past podcast episodes about the development of world-class sports infrastructure. And from the specifications and features and the different facilities that you're just listing there, it's really exciting what the VIRT Sports Complex is going to achieve in the years to come. I know UP's high performance center has been for a very long time looked at one of the best sports facilities within the country and even the continent, but Definitely, I think by 2026, that might change. And when the WITS, Brian and Dorothy Zylstra Sports Complex comes in, there's definitely going to be a change in terms of who we see as the leading sports complex. Now, from this world-class sport facilities that you are going to be providing, not only to WITS student body, but also to the greater, broader community around Johannesburg, it begs the question around how is this going to be sustainable over the long term? What are the WITS sports and health strategy around how it's going to, in the long term, make sure that this sports complex is beneficial to as many stakeholders as possible? So my first comment is
2: that this is not a competition, it's actually a collaboration And the way we interact with our fellow universities is going to be critical. We have a lot to learn at it's from the University of Victoria, and similarly, their Sport and Exercise Medicine Lifestyle Institute, which has been a great success, and their high-performance center. Similarly, other uh, top-class centers in Stellenbosch and Cape Town. And we hope to collaborate in terms of teaching and research. Uh, and and drive South African sports medicine services forward. I think that's critical. Uh, and and in doing that, we will help support growth in the continent and subcontinent. In terms of the sustainability, it's important to realize that this is part of a university strategy. The first part of that strategy is to recognize the importance of physical activity and exercise in medicine and in the curriculum. The second part is in terms of supporting growth in the faculty. Now Wits University is very lucky to have what we call the Wits Health Consortium. The WITS Health Consortium, as I understand it as a humble doctor, is really the administrative and business support wing of the Faculty of Health Sciences. And without the Wits Health Consortium and their expertise, which includes medical expertise, legal expertise, uh, administrative support uh, and funding, this wouldn't have taken place. So they provided seed funding for Bitsport and Health initially, and they enabled me and other people to commit time and energy to this process, which which led to the development of the Pride and Dorothy Zulstra Sports Complex. And so they will be central in terms of developing a business model And in making this proposal acceptable to the Zastras, it had to be accompanied by a business model which the health consortium put together. And so in that model is a sustainability plan which looks at how we can generate income at the Zastra sports complex to be able to fund our costs and very importantly to be able to fund the training of specialists in sport and exercise medicine. So there's a a lot of complexity which has gone into this process and a lot more that needs to go into it in terms of strategizing and making this plan operational. And we're going to be relying on the VITS Health Consortium and its relationship with the Faculty of Health Sciences and the university leadership to be able to take this forward. But in simplistic terms, this really means that the services offered, certainly some of them at the uh, centre will be charged for and that the income generated by that will be used to train doctors and other clinicians and help fund administration and maintenance of the complex. And uh, apart from that, the Zalster complex will be part of a broader network in Greater Johannesburg which Vitsport and Help put together where we will allow our doctors to be trained in other already established private sectors to be able to also help generate income. So it's a very, very complex process and one that still needs to evolve, but a critical one in an area of of medicine where funding is really quite sparse. In other words, we're not going to be able to, in all likelihood, rely on government funding. We're going to have to have a model that self funds the training of the sport and exercise medicine physicians and also the running of this, what we hope to be world-class facility and infrastructure.
0: Well, it is undeniable the rise of african level football on the continent, giving the fact that last year, Banyara Banyana did us really proud. And one idea that keeps coming back to me in it's life which lands on this, is that this initiative has the potential to speed up the growth of women's football, particularly short term in South Africa and long term across the continent. HIPer- because last year at WFS Africa, Jabu and itself and other Gets were present, headed from Johnny Jordan, saying that they were have a bid for the 2027 FIFA women's World Cup. And we do know that from other sessions that women were South some people has within the point. Fund- within the country, so i mentioned that there are universities that will be coming up with such initiatives. The, the South African Women's team can't be a perfect stakeholder to be a part of this, to contribute to research and purchase of the services in you know, order to quality. What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, well, I, I think you've
2: hit on a very, very critical point, and that is the innovation of not just football, but sport. Uh, in which women are involved and one of the visions i have is to innovate women's sport through with sport and health and actually dedicate certain services and a lot of research to investigating how we can improve women's health through physical activity and improve sports performance not just at national level but at at various levels I think we recognize sport as a great ambassador, and deliverer of various messages that are positive. We know that our sports men and women are held in high esteem across whatever country they compete in and across the world, and so to be able to use them as ambassadors for the message that physical activity is critical to development is, is very, very useful. And I think universities play an important role in that. And if it means supporting uh, national teams to gain a profile, then I think that's a very positive development. And certainly we hope to be able to have both the infrastructure and the personnel to do that. And not only South African, but Southern African and perhaps even African teams uh, to grow women's sport and to elevate it to the status that it really should be at. Because I think that'll send a very positive message about the role of women in society and also the role of physical activity in our lives. So I, I think you've highlighted a very important area where
1: WITs and other universities can play a very, very important role. Final two questions from you, Prof, before we wrap up our conversation. Number one, we see the number 250 million being banded around all across the media without any real understanding of how it's going to be structured in terms of is VIT going to be contributing to that? How much has the Sky Foundation and the Zalstar family contributed to the complex? So that's the first one in terms of that 250 million. Who are the different donors who have made that package available? And then secondly, there is a huge emphasis on attracting leading sports teams and organizations to the facility over the long term. So, how does the sports complex and VIT sports and health sort of want to put that through in order to attract the leading not only sports teams but organizations to the facility in the long term. In terms of the
2: amount invested, the Zastros have made probably one of the biggest donations to a university in South Africa ever of around 200 million rand, and the university has committed a significant amount uh, of 50 million to top that up, to allow for the development of the three failures. And again, it's been teamwork that over the months, the Sky Foundation and the university have worked towards developing that. And it's now the obligation of the university to obviously deliver and then carry that forward. In terms of providing facilities for visiting teams, that will certainly be part of what we will be able to offer. One of the advantages is the situation, the geographical situation of the complex, which is right in the middle of the education campus, situated, surrounded by sports facilities. So there's the hockey astro across the road, there are cricket and football pitches uh, adjacent, and as we've mentioned, there's the swimming pool which will be developed at an aquatic centre with some rowing training facilities as well. So it's very well positioned, and once we have well-equipped gymnasium, we have sports medicine facilities, we have physiotherapy and rehabilitation facilities, and the accommodation available, we think that that will be a complex that should be attractive for many teams to be able to to train, uh, stay at, And hopefully, be able to improve their performance, whether they're visiting South Africa or Johannesburg for a short time or embarking on a training camp, whatever it may be. We hope to be able to deliver services in that space. Um, But that's some time down the road, and we've got a lot. uh, There's a lot of water to pass under the bridge before we get there.
0: I like that saying, Paul, there's a lot of water to pass under the bridge before we get there. Then we have a vote that insights on the VIT 2018 Little Sports Concrete that is going to be pushed in by the VIT University. I am particularly very excited. Mandela will be part of such an initiative when it falls. Jabu and I are working with IST because of the sporting, excellency support to bear. South Africa hope to see the very best of this to our audience thank you for enjoying this episode so we'll meet again next week